The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the senior minister and the legendary Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the founder. Uh, today, we are still in the midst of a series I'm titling The Ambassadors of Light. I've been bringing on different uh, speakers, ministers, teachers who are teaching the universal principles that govern the universe, teaching people about their own empowerment, teaching people how to prosper, teaching people about the healing power of God within them, etc., etc. And today we have literally a spiritual giant, uh, the Reverend Edwin Gaines, the author of the book, The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, the, in my opinion, the best teacher on tithing and the law of giving and receiving walking on the planet so um thank you reverend Gaines. thank you for saying yes to being on the show oh thank you what a wonderful introduction i'm impressed thank you so much i'm delighted to be with you reverend galen well that's great and and um just and we were just off off of you know not being live before the show started. We were talking about Reverend Tumkin. Reverend Tumkin was the, actually the first person to ever tell me that you were the best teacher on tithing she had heard. Oh, isn't that sweet? She was a delightful friend of mine. I'm I miss her, but I know she's still working, doing her work wherever she is. Absolutely, absolutely. So for maybe the few listeners that I do have that might not know. Uh, about your background. Could you let us know basically how you uh, um, came into being a minister and teaching the laws of prosperity? Yes. uh, I've been a unity minister uh, for 35 years, and I started studying prosperity prior to entering ministerial school because I was so poor. And I'm not a stupid person, and I was working two jobs, and I just didn't understand the spiritual laws of prosperity. So I began a study, and it led me deeper and deeper into the work of uh, Charles Fillmore and Ernest Holmes and Catherine Ponder and some of the giants in in teaching these powerful metaphysical principles and and so um 
my my hardest lesson for me was to uh, not only just read about them, but to practice these laws. And uh, so I've been teaching prosperity now for um, probably a little over 35 years because I started teaching before I went into the ministry. And I found that if I came into alignment with these very simple spiritual laws, that my life began to work. And I moved from a, a hole in my shoes kind of single mom uh, to a life today of uh, what many would call a life of great wealth. I have my own retreat center here in North Alabama, and I travel all over the world uh, getting to teach these wonderful principles. So I'm delighted to be with you today on this wonderful show that you have. Thank you. Thank you. Well, The Four Laws of Prosperity the book that you wrote basically taking all of the years of your experience actually not only teaching these principles but practicing and demonstrating these principles is a fantastic book i want to make sure that people know that because i'm going to ask a few questions from the spiritual laws of prosperity but i also want to let you know when the this book first came out i actually taught it in the johnny coleman institute yes uh (laughs) i used to run the bookstore at the church uh-huh. and i can remember going to uh the reverend helen carey and saying hey uh reverend edwin Gaines has a, a new book and mm-hmm. i bought it i read it and it's really good can i teach it and she really? said yeah sure and i taught the book um for several weeks maybe eight to nine weeks because i took oh. two weeks on each chapter uh, of excuse me, it's more than four chapters, but you know, yeah, on, yeah, on the on main four points uh-huh. on each mm-hmm. law to make sure that we drill down on it. So yeah. I just well, I wanted to share that with you that we this book is actually a part of the Johnny Coleman Institute curriculum. Oh, thank you know, you as so a, as much. an elective. Yeah, I'm so, so glad to hear that because every time that we get one, uh, an individual, and you know this, to understand that that your your system, your situation can change. You know, I love what Ernest Holmes says: change your mind and you change your life. And it's just as simple as realizing that you're not a victim, that you are at cause in your universe, and that when you will come into alignment with spiritual law, the universe comes. In into alignment with all of your dreams and life works it's so beautiful what happens so thank you for helping to you know in all your work helping others to see that you know life can be really really wonderful if we just do our part thank you thank you so um, reverend Gaines, what are the four laws of prosperity well, in my opinion, the four laws that have changed my life, and I believe will change anybody's life if they will uh, actually get into the business of doing them, are number one, we have to acknowledge that God is our source, not our paycheck, not our stash, not our spouse. And the way that we do that is not just by saying it's an easy thing to say, God is my source. But the law, as I understand it, is in order to acknowledge to ourselves that we know that God is our source, we must return one-tenth of all the monies we receive back to that person, place, or institution where we've received our spiritual food. It is called the tithe, T-I-T-H-E. Now, the word tithe means a tenth. doesn't mean 3%. doesn't mean 7%. doesn't mean what's left over after you pay the taxes or pay the bills. It's one-tenth of all that we receive given back on a regular and disciplined basis to that point on the planet where we're fed spiritually, not to charity, but where we receive our spiritual food. That's spiritual law number one. Spiritual law number two, you interrupt me. Anytime you want to ask a question, please. First law number two is we've got to forgive, and that's a huge piece for people. You have to forgive in order to allow yourself to feel worthy to receive. And you have to forgive yourself, and then you have to forgive others. You have to do this. I don't care how hard it is, how difficult your pathway might have been, how hard the lessons are that have come to you. We have to forgive ourselves, first of all, for all the dumb, silly things that we did. And we did. We're on a learning curve here. And we weren't given a manual when we were born. We just had to learn the laws from our parents, and our parents did the best they could. But some of it wasn't so good. And so we have to learn as we go along that we did the best we knew how to do. If we had known better, we would have done better. Spiritual law number three is we've got to set clear-cut, tangible goals. 
the master teacher said, ask and you shall receive. So we have to say what it is that we want. Not be vague and hazy, but we have to be specific about what we want. And then finally, the last spiritual law is we've got to seek and find and get on our divine purpose. What are you here for? What is your mission? What is that great work that is uniquely yours? So tithe, forgive, set your goals, and get on purpose with your life. That's a very brief summary. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I want to talk about a little bit more about the number one tithing and giving. Yes, because yes, I yes. find that this is one of the hardest subjects to get across. Right. Matter of fact, I just did a lesson a couple of Sundays ago, and and I basically told people, I said, you know, it's it's amazing that you know churches are closing every day, and yes. uh, casinos are are adding new additions. And I said, I'm not anti casino. That right? That's right. I said, <laughs> I said, but don't use your tithe money <laughs> when you go to the casino. <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> don't use your tithe money to go to the casino. <laughs> you know, because I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing. Uh, over and over, people putting resources yes. into that which does not sustain them, maintain them, yes. support yes. them, inspire them, but mm-hmm. will waste resources on yes. things that devalue them or take away from them or diminish them. And, and, um, and excuse go ahead, me, go ahead, please. No, uh-huh. I was going to say, Reverend Galen, that I don't think there's anything wrong with having fun and playing. And right. if you want to go to the casino, in my opinion, I, I, that's that's fun if you can afford it. And if you're not taking money away from your tithe, from your bills, from your family, and for all the things that are important to you, don't, as you say, don't waste it. Put it where it needs to go. And then if you have anything left over, you can play with it if you want to. Absolutely. You know, and I, I, that's why I told him, I said, I'm not anti-casino because I didn't want people yeah. getting out there saying, you know, you know, I'm trying to be, you know, trying to act like a fundamentalist minister. No. Well, what I was saying is be responsible right. first. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what we want to make sure for, that we do first is make sure that we practice the law. Yes. We have to put God first in our finances. And see, one of the reasons I think people have a lot of um, anxiety around tithing, perhaps, is that they have a belief in lack. And they believe that there's not enough to go around, so how could I bear to give 10% of my income? But the promise is, if you do that, the windows of heaven will open for you. And I'm here to testify, to witness all day long that the windows of heaven have opened for me. And I've been at Tither now for about 40 years. And I have gone from nothing, not enough food to feed my baby, to a really beautiful, wonderful lifestyle where I've traveled everywhere in the world I've ever wanted to go. I've, I live in a beautiful property and have no mortgage. It's all paid. I, you know, and I'm not saying this to brag. I'm just saying that these laws work if you work them. Haven't you heard that one before? Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. That was Reverend Johnny's boy. Well, she was powerful with that. Yes, yes, and um, you know, uh, one other point about the uh, tithing. You mm-hmm. mentioned about the tithe before the tax. Could you talk a little yes. bit more about that? Yes, it, the the scripture that most people use in their ministries to teach tithing is that scripture from Malachi three ten that says, "Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse." Now, the storehouse is where the food is kept. So you bring your tithe back where you're, you're fed spiritually. And the promise is if you will do this, the windows of heaven will open for you. Now, I, I want to just share with you that I'm in the midst of producing a video on tithing uh, with several other ministers uh, in order to assist teachers and ministers to teach tithing in their ministries. So I'm, I'm hoping uh, to have this done uh, hopefully by the middle of the summer and then distributed out to teachers and to ministers who are, you know, have a little trouble teaching it because, you know, it, it brings up a lot of resistance in people to hear because we, we know God doesn't need our money. We're tithing because we need to learn how to give. Emerson said, you can't outgive God, and I know that's true. I've tried. And so I challenge people, you know, if you're not a tither, uh, do it for six months and do it faithfully um, and, and watch what the results might be. I'm telling you, it will change your life. Yeah, well, see, I said put it to the test. That's what the scripture yes, says. That's put what it, it to says. the test. It says prove me now in King James, and then in the Living Bible it says 
put me to the test. Isn't that a powerful thing? I think that's the only place in the Bible where we're, where we're um, asked to prove God or to trust or put God to the test. And I think that's a powerful challenge It's because you won't know until you do it. You know, and when you do it and you see what happens, oh, my gosh, if you're willing to push through your fear and your limiting belief, there are wonderful, wonderful opportunities on the other side of that. And it grows your faith amazingly. Charles Fillmore says that the moment you start to, to tithe, your faith is increased 100-fold. Just imagine what we could do with 100-fold more faith. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think this is one of those those subjects that we really need to get a handle on because yes. people really don't realize when your money is out of order, many times it's a reflection of other things. It means the thinking yeah. is out of order, the feeling yeah. is out of order, you know, and... As you said, when you can put God first with your finances, it mm-hmm. puts everything else in order. And yes, that does I, matter. Yes. You know. And I think well, it's, it, for me, it's like making God my senior partner. Yes, this is my business, and I'm running it, but God's in charge. So that's right. my senior partner, and I always acknowledge my senior partner before I do anything else. And I find that I always have enough money to pay all my bills and plenty left over to play with. See, that's the thing with and, and go to the and go to the casino on the boat. <laughs> if I want to, absolutely. If I want to, yeah, I'm good on the slot machines. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But that's not absolutely. my primary purpose. My purpose yes. here is to live and teach and demonstrate these principles. Just as it's your purpose. I know I know the work that you're doing is powerful and affecting so many people. I'm so grateful for the time and energy and, and, and the work that you put in to share this message. Well, thank you, thank you. And what I've been doing but this year is bringing different people on. In mm-hmm. the previous maybe two and a half years, I was basically teaching fundamental books because I it came to me that people did not have the opportunity to have access always to um, New Thought Centers where they can learn yeah. some of these principles. So I was actually yeah. teaching like the whole book lessons in truth or prosperity oh, by Fillmore oh, or discover the power within you by Oh, Eric. I love that book. Oh, that's yes. a great book. So I was teaching them chapter by chapter, one show Good at a time. You. And I did Good that for, for several years. And the, the point around it was to make sure that we had, we got a handle or people could get a handle on the fundamentals that yes. they had questions they could call and they want needed to, they can messenger me and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think those it. things worked itself out. I, I will go back to doing that after I, when spirit leads me to do so. But that yes. was the primary reason for me doing this show was to say, you I'm know, I'm so but, grateful for that. The basics, yeah. you know, all we all we have to do at any time when we have a challenge is go back to basics. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Back to the ba- now, some people think when you get into new thought, you're not supposed to have a challenge, but that's not the truth. We have challenges because they help our faith to grow. And when we have a challenge, it means our faith is big enough to handle this. And sometimes they seem a little scary for me, but that's okay. I, it allows my faith to grow when I put God first, because God knows how to handle anything, even if I don't. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. We're about two minutes away from our break, so I do want to uh, remind you that you could call in and ask uh, Reverend Edwin Gaines a question if you would like. The number is 888-558-6489, 888 888- Five five eight six four eight nine. I see we do have a caller. I'm going to ask um, uh, Steve if we can hold her until after the break because we don't have enough time. If it needs to be dialogue, I want to make sure that Reverend Gaines has an opportunity to uh, ask. Excuse me, completely answer the question. Um, also, I want to remind you that this show um, is is given away to the universe, and if you have received, please freely give. We request that you go on to the Unity.fm website, Unity Online Radio, click on the donate button and support this online ministry that is sending this message of empowerment throughout the world. Not only for this show, but all of the shows on Unity Online Radio. What we're doing is making a difference in the world. So if you listen to the show later on iTunes or Stitcher or through a download or somebody's Facebook or Twitter link, Make sure that you, after you listen to it, go to Unity Online Radio, click on the donate button, and help support this ministry. We are the people that are making 
a difference in the transformation of human consciousness. Join in with us as we join with others around the world to help shift the context of this planet. We can do it because God is. We're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. He's the most talked about figure in history. How do you see Jesus? As a savior, a way shower, a mythical hero. In his cutting edge new book, Jesus 2.1, an upgrade for the 21st century, Reverend Dr. Thomas Shepard explores the many human concepts of Jesus. The man of Nazareth has been an imaginary spiritual playmate for millions. Best friend, confidant, silent lover, surrogate father, brother, husband, trusted king when earthly governments fail, all-purpose superhero who will save the day before the final credits roll. Jesus is like a program that has been adapted through the ages while the basic code remains undisturbed despite all subsequent modifications. Now it is our time to rewrite and reinstall the Jesus program with updates for today, just as every previous generation has done and every subsequent generation will do. The Romans killed Jesus for being a revolutionary. Every succeeding generation kills him anew by losing sight of the ongoing revolution in human consciousness that he represents. Explore the new book, Jesus 2.1, at www.shopunity.org. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? <laughs> if I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. Uh, my guest today is the Reverend Edwin Gaines, uh, a master teacher of prosperity. And we have a caller on the line, uh, the Reverend Sherry James from California. Uh, hi, uh, Reverend Sherry James. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Gail. I'm so glad to be here and so glad to uh, to connect with uh, Reverend Edwin. I just love you. Thank Absolutely you so much. Love you. Uh, Thank yes. you, Sherry. Do you, do you have a question for Reverend Gaines? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so, one, I, I, I want to start and just let her know how much her story has given me strength and that okay. in 2000. 
eight, I was going through foreclosure and losing, you know, one of, of my properties and in danger of losing the others. And, and I, things that I, I felt like I had demonstrated through using the principles that she taught. And it was a really just scary time. And I remember in 2009, I was in Jacksonville, Florida in a busted hotel that I did not have enough money to get myself out of. And <laughs> I decided to just get real with my tithe. And the story that gave me strength was a story that you told, Edwin, of beginning to tithe before you did anything else and how scary that was being a single mom and the, the nuttiness of I'm tithing and my child needs food to eat. Yeah. And that story carried me such that I was able to tithe no matter what, and I would tithe whether I had money to pay rent or not. Mm-hmm. And and so much of my life has changed and transformed yeah. simply because I was willing to trust and try it. And I thank you because your story of your own experience of just pushing through, and then there are others, and there's the story you told of the rappelling down the dark cave and the, 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 the – I mean, there's so many stories that you've told that have stayed with me that have just been in my DNA as a, a spiritual teacher, and I just – I thank you. Oh, um, God bless you. Yeah, I think you're wonderful. Um, the, story, the, the question I guess I really want to ask is um, next step. Something Mary always said is tithing is where you start, it's not where you stop. And yeah. one of the things that I remember her doing is, you know, calling on the leadership in the church, herself included, to begin to be a tither plus. And, yeah. you know, I never really got any real teaching around that. Um, but it stuck with me that tithing is where you start. They'll confuse our law. I just think my experience is that um, I took Emerson's statement, you cannot outgive God, um, to heart. And I, I decided that I would try. And as I was able to, you know, when the money was there, uh, I would, first of all, I would do my tithe. And then I would start to increase my tithe by 10% of the tithe. And then I got the idea of, why don't I just tithe on the amount of money that I want to make rather than what I'm actually making? And so I tried that for a while. And in both cases, my income went way, way up. Um, And I've continued to... Um, I, 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 first of all, do my tithe. I, my prayer is when I receive money, God, thank you. Where does this tithe go? So I pray about it, and I remember the places I've received spiritual food, and I send those the tithes out. And then after that, I ask, where else can I give where it will make a difference in the world? And so I have many charities that I support. I have a lot of friends that um, I want to support in their dreams and goals. Um, I have a lot of family members that I want to support and give to. And then I've tried little, little, this is kind of a silly thing, but when I go out, used to in the airports, they would have phone booths. And I would go into in the little phone booth, and I would leave money in the little coin thing, you know, and I would stand back and watch people find. And people finding a quarter, my goodness, you would thought they had won the lottery. You know, it, it was so exciting to see their joy. And so when I go into, like, a, a department store that has a, a ladies' room, I'll go in and I'll leave a dollar in the stall. My thought is, I imagine in my mind the joy of a child, for example, finding that dollar. And so I look for ways to give that increase the joy quotient on the planet. And I just play with it. I play with my extra money. Uh, The first step is always tithe, then take care of my responsibilities, and then put away any that I want to put away. But I always have money left over to play with, and that's what I do. I play with it. I give it where it will do good and bring joy in the world. Yeah. Okay, great. I appreciate that. And I've, I have done that, and you just brought that back to my thought because it's, it's a practice that I got out of. I would take yeah. um, a certain amount of money, and I would divide it up into singles or fives, uh-huh. and then I would uh-huh. randomly give it away. And I could give it away to someone that I know or yeah. to someone yeah. that I don't know, but I had a sum of money on a monthly basis yeah. that was my um, it was beyond my tithe, but it was what it was I... your play money. It was your play money. It's my play money. It's my play money, and I play sharing money with other people. So, And I, I haven't done that, that in, in a few years now, so I thank you for bringing that back to my remembrance. Oh, 
You yes. bet. Sherry, let me tell you, uh, Reverend Sherry um, and Reverend Galen, I'm having a minister's retreat uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday after Easter. I do that every year, and it's free to ministers. They have to be ministers who are leading a church, not retired or not on sabbatical, but they're actually leading a church. And the, the, the focus of the retreat is to share ideas uh, with other ministers about how to teach prosperity in your ministry, how to share these principles and and so I want to make sure that you're invited if you have the time or either one of you can get away I know you're very busy but any ministers who are listening just go to my webpage which is prosperityproducts.com and the information about uh, the ministers retreat and all the other retreats is there and I would just love to have you come and play if you can fit it into your schedule it would be wonderful to be there I'm going to try to figure that out because it's it's worth it I've studied you for years so the opportunity to sit with you personally. Oh, that'd yeah. be wonderful. I'd love that. <laughs> love that. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you, Sherry, you. for the call. I appreciate it definitely. We have another caller on the line, Reverend Gaines, uh, uh, Jerry okay. Levine from Kansas. Uh-huh. Th- oh, yes. Uh-huh. Jerry, Jerry Levine, are you I there? Your name. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Steve, is Jerry there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. This is Edwin. Uh, this is a friend of mine. So nice to hear from you. How are you today? I'm so good. It's so nice to hear your voice. And I just wanted to tell you how much you have increased the joy quotient in my life oh, over the last 11 years and how much I appreciate all the hard work and the message and everything that you do to get this message across. You've just been such an amazing inspiration to me, and I love the opportunity to hear you with someone like Reverend McDowell, where, you know, you can touch so many more people. It just thrills me. Thank you. Thank you. This is this is Dr. Jerry Levine, uh, Galen, a really good friend of mine who's come to a lot of my, my retreats, and she's really a very, very successful psychologist, so uh, she might be somebody to have on someday. Okay, well, um, definitely uh, uh, have your people give her my my information, and we can get in contact with each other. That'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how that You're works. So funny. If you rec- if you recommend it, then that's good enough for me. <laughs> yes, he's a powerful healing agent on the planet. Thank you for calling in, Jerry. Really love you. I appreciate you, darling. I love you too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, we have another caller, uh, Reverend Gaines, of Renee from San Francisco. Renee, are you there? Renee? Hello? Yes. Hello, Renee. How are you? Excuse I can't me? hear Renee. Yeah, I said, how are you? Can you hear me now? I can hear you Goodbye. now, yes. Yes, yes. Do you have a question for, um, for uh, Reverend Gaines? Yes, I do. Hi, Renee. What's your question? Um, hi, uh, two things I um, wanted to tell you that I just finished uh, listening to your book, mm-hmm. and thank you very much. It came at a good time in my life where I good. just want to quit trying so hard. But I have um, a, a question. Because of financial uh, problems, I am forced to sell my house, which is uh-huh. I'm okay with after reading your books. I just want to know that. We're paying some debt out of the closing cost, out of the closing. Do mm-hmm. I tithe at the and I and I'm okay with either way. Do I tithe from the total amount of the uh, gain that I got from from the house and then subtract the bills? Here's my belief, but I urge everyone take it into prayer and find your own guidance. But my belief, because I believe in that scripture that says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, I personally believe that I would tithe on the total amount. But again, I'm asking you to take it into prayer and find your answer. Because you have an internal guidance system just like I do, and it will guide you to do what is right for you. Okay, uh, that, that's what I definitely do. And then I have one quick question. Yes. Are you ever coming to the Bay Area to speak? 
Well, I, uh, my my calendar, my schedule is on my read on my uh, webpage, prosperityproducts.com, and I've been out in the Bay Area many times over my career, and I don't know if I'm on the schedule for them right now or not. But if you will just keep checking my webpage from time to time, um, I'm scheduled um, throughout the year. I'd love okay. to see you if I do see you. Yes, I'd love to see that, and I got the. Uh, prosperity cards, and I'm in high-tech business and uh-huh. meetings. I look at them, and thank you very much. Oh, you're so welcome. Good work. Good thank work, you. girl. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we have another caller, Reverend Gaines, uh, Eric yeah. from Tennessee. Eric, okay. are you there? Eric? Yes. Okay. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you. This is a, a friend of mine, uh, Reverend Gaines. This is um, he's a, a UFBL and Unity minister. Um, um, oh, good. He, he came to UFBL and, he, and now he's pastoring a Unity Church. Wow. Uh, Reverend Eric Donaldson in uh, Tennessee. So, how are you? Great. It's so good to hear your voice, Edwin and and thank Galen. You. I'm enjoying the show tremendously. Okay. I have experienced I have experienced your your seminars and workshops while I was in Baltimore uh-huh. at the One Got One Thought Center. Yeah. Living. Yeah. And I just I just want to give testament to the effectiveness of your teaching. It's come to a point in my life now that tithing has become actually fun, and yeah. tithing plus has been a joy. Yeah. Also, I wanted to let you know that the turnaround time in seeing the return of my tithe mm-hmm. is almost instantaneous. There have been love moments it. where it has come back within minutes yes. of yes. my decision to get out of my fears. Mm-hmm. Um, tithing and giving, uh, and that's just simply amazing to me. Good for you. Uh, what What do you attribute to uh, this quick turnaround that I'm experiencing in my life? I just think you're probably really in tune with your spiritual presence. And, you know, um, according to our faith, be it done into us. And so you must have a really wonderful faith process going on in your life. And I congratulate you that for that. Thank you. We have a lot of static here on the line. Is that is that something that we can... Uh... No, I think that's where, where uh, uh, Eric is. I think that's uh, just some noise. So... Oh, okay. I'll get off the line so that we can continue to enjoy the show. Thank you so much for being on. on Thank you, Eric. And you're in Tennessee. You're pretty close to me. You need to come to Alabama and visit me, okay? Will do. All right. (laughs) All right. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Reverend Gaines, when we... We're about three minutes away from a break, so I, I do want to ask you specifically about the law setting clear-cut goals. Yes. Maybe the latter part of the show, if we don't have callers, obviously we have callers, we'll address their calls. Right, sure. But I do think that um, part of, of really understanding how to manifest what we desire, because we're always manifesting. There's no yes. such thing as not demonstrating yes, something. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, but... You know, I, I like to use the term desired demonstration. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. I love that term. You know, Brilliant. Because, yeah, uh, we need to know how to set clear-cut goals because we, yes. you know, um, you know, I love, um, and I'm sure, he, you know, one of your peers as well, uh, the late Reverend Ike, who used to say, oh, yeah. definite with the infinite, you know, yes. you, know you have to yes. have, be able to put your mind on something. So, yeah. um, you know, we will definitely want to make sure that we uh, give an opportunity to talk about that. I also want to, right. um, if you had any other um, 
you know, products or anything right now while we have a, a minute or two to, yeah. that you want to let people know that might be of value to them when they go to your website? Anything that right, right. now that's that's new, hot, and you know, you know, or, or something that you feel as though it's really helped a lot of people in your ministry? Well, I'll tell you one that has really been a bestseller. I have one called Deep Profound Forgiveness, which assists people in moving through their forgiveness issues because I personally believe that all financial debt is about unforgiveness. So if we can get a hold of that and really do our work, we can help ourselves release all debt. I am debt-free, thank you, God. And I think that's a wonderful place for us to live. Beautiful, beautiful. So they can get that at your website. Show the webpage and, and, and see all the products. But Deep Profound Forgiveness is one that I really recommend. But all my workshops are on CD, and I have the book on audio, and just a lot of affirmation cards and helping helping products. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'm going to just, again, remind people that this show, True Transforms, has a Facebook page, True Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Please go on Facebook, like the page, share it with others. We post episodes from this show, other videos, quotes, different things that help support the transformation of consciousness. So make sure that you avail yourself to the opportunity to go on, take a look at what's going on, and also let people know what's coming up on the show. We want to make sure that we get this information out. It really makes a difference. And one of the things that we're noticing, especially in the new thought field, is more and more of our fundamentalist and evangelical brothers and sisters are borrowing from this teaching, which is great, because the more the merrier, the more these yes. get out, the better it is. So people are seeing, you know, the Joel Osteens or uh, the, you know, the um, I can't remember his name now. Um, Leroy Thompson, Dr. Leroy Thompson's, and different ministers like that that are teaching prosperity. They're learning if whether they say it or not from many of these New Thought books, and that's how it spreads throughout the world. So we're going to take our last break, and we will be right back with Truth Transforms. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. We have a caller on the line, I believe Sherry called back. Sherry, are you there? Sherry, are you there? Yes, I am. Um, I, you know, the question I have is really about getting uh, uh, Reverend Edwin a bit, uh, out to speak in Los Angeles. And I remember uh, Reverend Sheila McKeithen saying, you know, that, that, you know, call Edwin, that she will come out and help your congregation. And so, uh, Reverend Edwin, what will it take to get you into Southern California? Oh, dear. Well, um <laughs> There's a wonderful lady that works with me. Her name is Melanie. And if you call our offices, and it's 256-635-1377, Melanie does my scheduling. And um, she will look at the calendar and work with you to see if we can find a date that works for both of us. 
Uh, I've been taking a little time off to rest, but I'm getting ready to go back on the road. So uh, we'll, we can fit you in probably toward the end of this year or early next year. We're kind of busy um, up until then. Okay. That sounds lovely. Thank you very Good. much. You're yes. welcome. Beautiful, beautiful. I want to remind people that uh, the Reverend Edwin Gaines has a Facebook page. It is Edwin Gaines Seminars. Is that? It, it, yes. Is that? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can go to Edwin Gaines Seminars on Facebook, like the page, and then you'll get her updates as well. So make sure that you do that. Um, Edwin, I would like to ask you specifically about the law setting mm-hmm. clear-cut goals because, yes. you know, this yes. is a big thing. Thing when it comes to self-help, transformation, mm-hmm. et cetera, that we need to at least set the mind towards a direction. Could you speak more on setting clear-cut goals? Yes. Um, I think a lot of people that I teach seem to just kind of float along in life and think that life just happens to us. And as you well know, um, we're always setting goals, whether we're conscious of it or not. And our job is to become conscious co-creators with God and to really take time in our busy schedules to go apart a while frequently and ask, what do I really want? What if money were no object? What if age or education or gender or color of skin or education? What if there were no limits on my future? What would it look like? And then really uh, think outside the box, you know, uh, dream your biggest dream, and then begin to set those clear-cut, tangible goals. And I say tangible because don't put, like, I want more love in my life, because that's not a tangible goal. That's not measurable. Ask yourself the question, if that's what you want, what would that look like? What would it look like to have more love in my life? Yes, yes. And, um... You may have heard this. It's not original with me, but I love this. It's kind of a funny statement. What starts in vagueness stays in vagueness. So if we go, you know, willy-nilly, airy-fairy in asking, oh, I just, whatever you want me to have. Well, you don't do that when you go to a restaurant. You, you, You tell them what you want. And, you know, of course God knows what we need, but we need to know what we need. So the way we learn is by asking what we think we want. And if we get it and we're pleased, good. If we're not pleased, then we've learned something. Learn something very powerful about ourselves. But we have to set those tangible goals and start to see how powerful we are to manifest, as you say, the desired demonstrations, not the demonstrations that we made unconsciously, but the ones that we really want, whether it's a new car, a new job, a trip around the world, uh, to get married, whatever it might be, to be very specific about it. Catherine Ponder, who's been a wonderful teacher for me for many years, says the more specific specific you are when you set your goal, the quicker you will have your demonstration. All right. And you shall receive. That's the teaching. All right. All right. I love that. And I I think this is one of the clear teachings of prosperity teachers. Yes. Um, um, uh, Johnny Coleman, who obviously the the founder of Christ Universal Temple and Universal Foundation for Better Living, Johnny Coleman Institute, and a powerful prosperity teacher used to always yes. tell us that, you know, every prosperity teacher didn't believe in being definite, but she always taught us to be definite. She'd yes. say, don't say you want a car. If you want a Cadillac, say you want a Cadillac. <laughs> yes, and put, say the color and the yeah. interior and all the details that are important to you. Don't say you want a new job. Say what kind of a job, how much money you want to be paid, what kind of benefits, where do you want to be, indoors or outdoors. The more specific you are, the quicker it will show up for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, one of the important steps there is when you set the goal, then you ask yourself, what's the first step? For example, let's say that I want to go to Europe next year. What's the first step? Well, the first step may be to go uh, buy some travel books or to get them from the library and check to see where I want to go. Uh, Read a little bit on the Internet or about different places. Uh, Maybe learn a little travel French or a little travel Spanish. All those things that we do toward uh, the goal uh, make it real for us and the more real it becomes the quicker it shows up yes yes i like that i definitely like that and it reminds me of a lesson i listened to in the morning many mornings uh a lesson from reverend coleman it was it was a series of sermons that we compiled called prosperity from a to z and she she would 
do the alphabet and she would give a word and then she would give her, you know, A is for abundance and, you know, B is for whatever. And she would talk about the different prosperity and she, and she mentioned some of the same things. How do you become totally involved and engaged in Mm -hmm. the consciousness of prosperity? And, you know, you know how hardcore she was about it. <laughs> yes, I love it. And that's what we have to do. We have to be hardcore with ourselves. We yeah. know when we're being willy-nilly and airy-fairy. We have to get busy and really look and see what we want. And people come to me and say, well, Edwin, I don't know what that is. Well, it's because you're lazy, sweetheart. You haven't taken the time to go apart a while and talk with a God of your understanding and ask yourself, in prayer, what is it that I think would make me really happy? What do I really want? And then get specific about it and then be, believe that if, if, if you ask for something, God wants you to have it, that you are God's beloved. And I don't believe that trickster God that would say, here, here's something nice. Nope, you can't have it. I don't believe in that kind of a God. I believe that every desire of your heart is a coming attraction. Beautiful. I love that. Every desire of your heart. Is a coming attraction. I love that. I'm going to use that and, of course, quote you. <laughs> but, but my people will hear that again. <laughs> yes, good, good. Because we have to learn to, 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 to really get in the cells of our body that we are the beloved of God. And God wants us to be happy. And, yes, we've made mistakes, but we're forgiven. And we forgive others. And we have to do that. You know, we have to take time to do the forgiveness piece as well. Mr. Fillmore used to say that if you would spend 30 minutes a day forgiving anyone that you have any resentment about, if you spend 30 minutes a day, that would cure any ill that flesh is heir to. It would heal your body. It would heal your finances. It would heal your relationships. It's a healer. Forgiveness is a powerful healer. Yes. I believe that was called a sure remedy, right? Yes, exactly. Uh I I don't know why that pamphlet isn't still in print. Boy, I have it. I don't think it's still in print. I have to check that. I don't know. But that's what Google is for. So if someone actually wants that, just Google Charles Fillmore, a sure Mm -hmm. remedy, and see if it pops up. Somebody might have just typed it and put it on their website. Wouldn't that be great? That's yes. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's it's a good treatment, and he talks about how you know if we have any issue with anyone about anything, uh, you know, take it to prayer and release it because we're freeing ourselves up. You know, um, you know, uh, Johnny used to always say to us, uh, no one is worth you being sick, broken, unhappy. You don't forgive for them. You forgive for yourself. Yes, exactly. And, you know, in the Lord's Prayer, we have in the, the New Revised Standard Edition, in the Lord's Prayer, we have forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And to the yeah. degree that we have done our forgiveness work, to that degree will we feel forgiven. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I think these are the things that um, as people work with your four uh, basic spiritual laws of prosperity, they don't have to study um, you know, you know, eighty books. Mm-hmm. Just break down and work on these four, four yes. basic, simple principles, yes. and put them yes. into practice. It's yes. sort of, it's you know, to use. I'm a sports fan, so I use sometimes real simple analogies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you are learning, for instance, basketball, it's it's still a game of dribble, pass, shoot. Uh-huh. <laughs> rebound and defend. Now, I love it. How you make all of that work in your own mm-hmm. individuality? Great. Yes. Yes. But you still have yes. to be able to put the ball in the basket and stop right. somebody from putting the ball in the basket. Mm-hmm. That's the basic rule of the That's game. That's it. That's it. You know, and so right. you have to watch your thoughts every moment. You know, it, it, that whole analogy of keeping someone from putting the ball in the basket, to me, it just brings up the thought of not letting in the negative thought, not letting in the people who want to uh, gripe and complain and, and gossip all the time. You have to just block it out so that they don't get any rent-free space in your mind. And you keep your uh, your eye on the prize. You, you keep your eye on the goal, on the basket. You want to get that ball in the basket you want to demonstrate what you want and sometimes it's a lonely process but i find if you will take the time to find a prayer partner that you trust and you can work with that can think as big as you can then you are ahead of the game to pray with someone on a weekly or a daily or a monthly basis will empower you more than you can ever believe i love that i love that um 
uh, the Jack Canfield mm-hmm. uh, teaches in the book The Success Principles, which is a book I teach at the church. I teach. Yeah. I take the sixty four principles. I teach them throughout the year. You Good. Know, and in the book, he calls he he has a what he calls an accountability partner, mm-hmm. somebody that you yeah. work with that. Mm-hmm holds you accountable and you hold them accountable to demonstrating what we say we're going to do. And and really that's what the church folks used to call a prayer partner. (laughs) Somebody that you pray with, talk with, Mm -hmm. you you can, you can uh, share your goals, desires and dreams and you keep your mind as the scripture used to say, stayed on thee, stayed on God and what you said you're going to do in life. So we're about a minute and a half away, Reverend Gaines. This time has flown, flew (laughs) by. (laughs) It's gone, uh, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we're, we're going to have to have you on the show later just to kind of Thank continue you. to drill down on this so I'd you know I, I'm, I'll be in contact because I, what I want to be able to do is make sure that we give the listeners practical techniques yeah. you know and that's one of the things that I love about your teachings you're yeah. very practical feet on the ground uh, <laughs> and when you know people don't have to become you know and I'm not using this disrespectfully mystics at the level of Joe Goldsmith to get it Exactly, exactly, and yet at the same time, these very simple laws will lead us into everything that we need to know and need to do to be that light of the world that we've come to be. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, so listeners out there, make sure you get the book. And when you take care of your money and your responsibilities and get all that together, it seems as though all of the other things tend to fall in place. Yeah. So with yeah. that, uh, Reverend Gaines, thank you so much for coming oh, on the show. Thank uh, you. I'll, I'll be in contact. Um, you know, I'll, 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 this is going to be the first of many times we'll get an opportunity to work together. I know that, and right. I know in my soul that that's going to be the truth, and I'm declaring it to be so because I'm setting clear-cut goals right All now. Right. <laughs> Reverend Galen, I look forward to it, dear. Look forward to it. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We've run out of time. God bless you, and bless. we'll be with you all next week with Truth Transforms. Great. God, God bless. bless. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to consider these words from Unity author Charles Roth. Live deeply in the present moment. If you are going to work on the premise that real energy, real excitement, 
That feeling of being fully and enthusiastically alive comes from a source within you. Then it follows that you have to spend some time getting acquainted, being at home in those far reaches of inner space. Peace is power, for out of stillness, strength is born, and out of inner harmony, productivity flourishes. Rest in that inner peace. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.